in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. I'm going to commit a cardinal sin of social oh. interaction. Oh, no. Especially for a man and woman in a kitchen. Oh. Do you follow politics? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Like that, I'm putting my dick back in my pants. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Like, I follow it in the way that I hope one day while I'm watching a press conference, yeah. like Independence Day, a UFO will lower and yeah. blow the entire place and all of the fuckers out of existence. That would be preferable to what happened in Australia this week. Oh. Yeah. Why do you tell me these things? It's just interesting. I'm not normally a big fan of the protest group Extinction Rebellion. Extinction uh-huh. Rebellion. For for people who don't know, they're, they're the people who glue themselves, aren't they, to streets? Yeah, they're, they're kind of well-meaning boomers and generally sort of, I suppose, intellectuals and concerned, mm. you know, mm-hmm. generally people that wouldn't normally be out in the streets clashing with cops, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. It's a whole new kind of political awakening amongst different people mm-hmm. who are prepared to get out there and protest, that kind of stuff. And yeah, they fuck things up by basically interrupting daily traffic and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, traditional scumbag, fleabag lefties like myself would yeah. stand in front of like World Trade Center stuff or they would blockade a mining conference, that kind of gear. Uh-huh. You don't block fucking city traffic <laughs> and alienate yourself from the people who are generally on your side yeah. but are just slaves to capitalism and have to fucking go to work. And yeah, yeah. All that's, so this is this is turning into like an awkward kitchen at a party where are just like <laughs> yeah. backing against the walls. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm just like, capitalism, yeah, yeah. man. As I, as I sort of like just flick through the ice trying to find a beer so yeah. I can just get the fuck out. As I mispronounce. Shay Guevara's name. Shay Guevara, man. He was such a fucking leader. I've actually, uh, I've uh, I got a flag of him in my bedroom yeah, if you want to come. Do you want to come know, and see it? You know, yeah. <laughs> next yeah. week it's going to be Jordan Peterson, but this week, <laughs> this week it's him. But these guys. The next week, mine comfy. <laughs> mine bed is comfy. <laughs> 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 that's that's you doing your secret signal to get your friends to come and rescue you from this horrible oh god, conversation. Yeah, like, oh my god, my phone is ringing. I was just like, oh my god, I actually just had a moment. I was like, it must be so hard for like Nazis to pick people up. But then there you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell me, do you have any of the master race in you? Uh-uh. Would you like some? <laughs> no, literally, I'm looking for genetic stock. <laughs> I wish to impregnate you with my perfect Aryan baby. <laughs> that would not go down well in a South American backpackers, would it? Oh, well, it might. well, that's where they all are. If, if it's Argentina, it might. I don't know. <laughs> that's where they all fled after the war, <laughs> allegedly. See, we should enter the Australian Podcast Awards and give them this shit. <laughs> Instead of all that curated nonsense that's been sanitised. Yeah, it's just, oh my God, yes, it's going to be live us trudging through like the fucking <laughs> jungles of like Argentina. Being like, excuse me, sir, have you seen a fucking Nazi? In case you haven't seen them, they're white and they look like a c- 
cunt. <laughs> we're three minutes into this episode and we're already talking about the the sexual frustration of white supremacists. <laughs> Actually, you know, that's a real problem. Would you believe? Who knew being a fucking Nazi piece of shit cunt would stop you from getting laid? Apparently. Who'd have thunk it? Apparently, um, people are organised in that kind of persuasion, yeah. have actually created their own dating site. Really? For gentlemen to find love. <laughs> um, There's a problem though because you can only swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the other problem is uh, it's only dudes. Oh, that's because that's the whole problem. Oh. They can't get ladies in real life. And it turns out you can't get ladies to sign up to a Nazi dating site. What's wrong with women? <gasps> What's these prudes? Because like, can I say, I get ads all the time for, yeah. you know, like, oh, do you want to meet single firemen? Why? <laughs> yes, I do. And do you want to meet single policemen? Why? <laughs> yes, I do. Do you want to meet single Nazis? <laughs> Oh, you know. No. <laughs> maybe as I drive my vehicle through them. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, you know, if you learnt nothing else as you're watching the Indiana Jones films, literally the only woman like there um, of Raiders of the Lost Ark, they had to kidnap and tie to a pole. <laughs> Apparently that's the same thing they have now. No, no ladies. No. No, no, mine cuff is not blowing up their skirts oh, like it used to. The irony of, of having these beliefs that will lead to the master race, but there's no ladies to help you make I know, it. so there are beliefs of the perfect, ideal human being. Yeah. They are literally breeding themselves out of existence because there is no one who will breed with them. Oh, what a terrible tragedy, and we should all shed a tear for them. On to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I will use their tears to wet my pussy for Idris Elba. <laughs> Woo! There's a master race, baby. As you just scream Jesse Owens' name while you come. <laughs> World record holder, 1936. Woo! Oh, I'm all for love equality. Feet on the ceiling. Goose stepping. <laughs> But these, extinct, these yeah. Extinction Rebellion bozos yes. actually did something. I mean, I agree with their uh-huh. their, their position. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the way they execute it. Mm-hmm. But they, they, it was hilarious because they turned up in front of Australia's Parliament House. Yes. Um, you know, our Congress for the um, for the American listeners. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> they set fire to a pram, a baby stroller. So Was there a baby in it? No, no, no. <laughs> they're, okay. they're not that committed. Okay. Well, <laughs> can you take them seriously? They're not, they're not a disgruntled men's rights activist on a, <laughs> on a very short-lived fucking access visit. <laughs> okay, this is true. Yeah. Um, okay, so why were they setting a pram on fire? Okay, so the International Panel on Climate Change mm-hmm. uh, via the UN mm-hmm. released their, down, their uh, landmark report, which basically states that Australia is the fucking worst in the world at dealing with climate change on a per oh, capita basis. We are such pieces of shit. We're Massive not going to go into the f- how we fucking did it. But we we fucked the world with our concession credits, green buyback, yeah. UN bullshit. Just Hollywood accounting. Was, yeah. <sighs> we yeah. are the Hyvie Weinstein yeah. of climate change. We really are. Yeah. 
Yeah. So basically what happened was there was a big protest at the front of Parliament House. Mm -hmm. They spray-painted the word duty of care on Mm -hmm. the fence and then set fire to a pram to basically illustrate the fact that they're failing future generations of Mm -hmm. Australians. Mm -hmm. And every fucking person on right-wing Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram has been going, oh, you're burning a fucking plastic baby stroller. You're contributing to climate change. You dickheads. You fucking dickheads. Fucking <laughs> look at you, proving your own point. You're fucking breathing that in. It's like, do you not understand how protest works, fellas? <laughs> oh, my These are the same people yeah. who protest the lack of fish stocks mm. by wanting to go out and catch more fish. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, fellas. I know who these, these people are. Um, uh, the <laughs> the bit of fluff I've been seeing. Oh. Um, is he a single fireman or policeman introduced to you by the internet? <laughs> I wish. Oh, my God. Um, I, um, <laughs> I once had sex with a, with a New York firefighter because I felt so bad about 9-11. <laughs> True story. <laughs> um, but anyway... Um, was it Steve Buscemi? <laughs> Honestly, it was just, it was one of those, like, what could I do? I don't know how to do. I don't know how to, like, bake a meatloaf, so. Roll up my sleeves. Bake a meatloaf. <laughs> Roll up your wizard sleeve and boom. <laughs> I'll make you feel better. <laughs> um, was he hot? Oh, uh, look. Look, he, it's the thought that counts. He, look, he wasn't, um. You know what's that guy Joe Joe Man Man to, Joe Manganiello whatever his name is that one I can never the Magic Mike oh yes yeah like he wasn't that okay but you know more poor blood look he was a redhead I'm I'm embarrassed to say it um but you know it yeah. was nine eleven that's how bad I felt um but anyway so was he really a fireman or no did, he actually genuinely was he, a fireman or did he just tell you he was a fireman no he genuinely to was, get hero pussy. Because that American Express card fucking was honoured throughout the world for a good three years. <laughs> no, because they were actually um, in Australia for like the World Police and Fireman oh, Games. There you go. And I'd actually seen him on the oh, on the pitch. There you go. Before I got him on the pitch. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, anyway, so we are going to a medieval festival. Just because. Yeah. Um, and so my bit of fluff actually put a, qu- a query onto their page because they were talking about, you know, oh, you know, we're going to cater for everybody, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so he just made a question and be like, oh, can I ask, you know, will there be any vegan options on the yeah. day? Obviously for me, you know, because yeah. he's, he's a hardcore carnival. Because if not, I'll br- you know, I'll bring some bananas. I'll pack a sandwich, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will get my pre-raid supplies. And that was all he asked just for him. Some crazy bitch went for him. Like, <laughs> there was no tomorrow. Like, fucking Cujo on a school bus. Wow. And she was all like, oh, my God. Like, what's wrong with you? Then why would you come here? Don't you know how Vikings used to live? Vikings would have tarred and stripped you and blah, 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 blah. And then. Yeah. She started sending pictures of meat to him. <laughs> just like on barbecue. Like, yeah, how do you like that, you <laughs> soft cat? And she, she's just like pretty much just like, 
Oh, it looks quite tasty, actually. <laughs> like, but then, but, you know, being who he is, that just arced him up and he yeah. just got, like, stuck into her. Yeah. And so the two of them started yelling about veganism. Neither of them were a vegan or involved or... Ironically, they're both pro-meat. He's just vegan adjacent. You know, yeah, exactly. But it was just hilarious because literally all he just asked that question. So, yeah, they're the type of people who then get on the internet and be like, well, you're just going to climb in plastic. <laughs> Yeah, because they're literally... Yeah. yeah, making a bacon crucifix at you and expecting you to catch fire. Yeah, basically. <sighs> Fucking people. I hate people. That's the biggest problem with the world, people. Yeah, well, absolutely. Oh, God. The world should just get rid of us. It's, it's fucking trying. Oh, yeah, I know, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of the old spicy cough. Oh, it's not trying hard enough. No, because in Australia we have largely been very lucky mm. in the COVID-19 outbreak mm. because we have huge distances between major cities. We have very strict and strong state governments. Yeah. And we've managed to contain it mostly. That's all threatened to come completely fucking unstuck. Yeah. Thanks to the fact that some hippie went to Byron fucking Bay. Oh. Which is, what's what's the fucking hippie capital of America? Like San Francisco in the 60s or maybe yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sort of the... Coachella. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking more like kind of Spawn Ranch from, uh, <laughs> from the fucking Manson family. It's a little bit like okay. that with a little bit more kimchi. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep. it's the Manson family with more kimchi and, um, you know, probably some vegan donuts. Look, it's very hipster. It's very, very hipster. hipster, yeah. But largest proportion of Australia's anti-vax population, largest proportion of the anti-mask people. Yes. And it's reached them. Yes, so a, a guy with COVID went there and basically has created the perfect storm because, like you said, it's the perfect condition. Yeah. It's a whole bunch of kids named Ezekiel that have never had no fucking immunisation in their lives. Yeah. You know, they've all got no fucking gender pronouns and they all learned to surf before they could go to school. Yeah, and they basically just spend the, all day, like, just sucking on each other's crystals. <clears throat> yeah. So this is like... Still being breastfed at 14. <laughs> it's what nature intended. Why don't you have any teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, basically we're doomed. So bring the fucking aliens and set fire to us with your magic cleansing ray. Oh, God, we can only hope. And let it come sooner rather than later. How much would it fucking suck, though, if it, like magic cleansing ray was just a bloke called Ray with a bottle of Mr. Sheen? G'day. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me. <laughs> As he wipes your table, it makes the tones from Close Encounters. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? Speaking of magic cleansing rays from space, Ooh. that's that's kind of weird that we've been led down this path because that kind of brings us back to our topic of the week. That's funny. Would you believe? That's a, a clear and fucking strange course that we followed. <laughs> now, this is one of the most unusual UFO and alien encounter stories you will hear. That's a big fucking call. Oh, it sounds more like a B-grade movie than a police report. Okay. It has car crashes, a chase through the woods, UFOs, robots, laser beams, radiation, shootouts, a funeral, and one hell of a skin rash. <laughs> that sounds like a student film I worked on. <laughs> oh, but all of this is just scratching the surface in this week's episode... Of the Douglas Incident 
of Argentina. Oh, were they Nazis? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't <laughs> UFOs. It's fucking Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> or bring in a pistol to a laser fight. Oh. Yeah, I like that one. That's one of my favourites. Uh, the year is 1963. On October the 12th at around 3am, an intense storm brews just outside the remote rural city of Montemayor in Argentina. Matteo Manachio Matteo Manachio had spent the whole day with his wife, children and his brother and sister. They'd spent the day in the surrounding countryside as a relaxing family getaway, and now they drove back towards their home in Montemayas. Sounds like an alibi, if you ask me. As they drove past the local cemetery, the family noticed an extremely bright, shining beam of light behind them. This this didn't alarm the family, as Mateo's brother, Ricardo, was also returning from the family adventure in a second vehicle. Although one only has to imagine what the fuck happened at this family getaway that poor old Ricardo ended up having a drive by himself. <laughs> like, Mateo, wife, the kids, and the sister all crammed into some shitty little Fiat while, like, fucking Ricardo, like, fucking, yo, well, I'm going to drive back to you. Yeah, fucking whatever. No one cares. Driving there on his own, nothing to listen to, just chastising himself. <laughs> you did it again, Ricardo. <laughs> you touched his wife's knee. <laughs> That's why you don't get invited. <laughs> now you have to go and hang out with the Nazis again. <laughs> God damn you, Nazis. They've got no women in their town. <laughs> it's just lots of old dudes. It's very awkward. <laughs> lots of teeth. <laughs> they keep trying to lure you in with their gold, but don't touch it. They'll just make you put on a dress. <laughs> <laughs> And they keep referring to their dick as Mein Kampf. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Uh, No little Hitler youth for us. (laughs) As they reached the edge of the city, the light simply vanished. Concerned that something may have happened to his brother in the storm, Matteo turned the car around and drove back along the road looking for his brother's vehicle. They drove past where the light had stopped, but there was no sign of his brother or his vehicle. The family continued to drive back along the road. Eventually, after some distance, they came across Ricardo. So he was in front of them? No, behind them. Okay. Yeah. They, they'd driven back for him. Yeah. Ricardo, happily driving, completely unaware of the fuss he had caused. Fucking yet again. Fucking Ricardo. This is why you drive by yourself, Ricardo. Yep. Fucking every time. <laughs> The family quickly realised that Ricardo had fallen behind them some time ago and the bright light could not have been him. Although, where did that light go? There were no side roads, no cars by the road that stood out to them. But it was late and the family decided to push on back to Monte Mies. When they arrived, all the lights in the town were off as the power had failed. The other thing discovered was a hysterical man wrapped in a blanket, running through the rain, waving a pistol and shooting at the sky. Righto. Woo-woo! Fucking carnival! 
Ain't no party like a naked sky shooting party. <laughs> oh, to all our listeners in Texas. Yeehaw. <laughs> R.I.P. Chris Kyle. <laughs> the funny thing was, this isn't even where it got weird. Okay. So let's Quentin Tarantino this thing <laughs> and continue our story at the beginning. Oh, I thought we were gonna, just going to involve feet. <laughs> some really dangerous working conditions for women. <laughs> oh, there is someone drive, being forced to drive their car into a tree. We'll get into that. <laughs> someone being choked by Quentin himself. <laughs> you Okay, now, I, had my, I have a friend. I have a Spanish friend. You do not. I do have a Spanish friend. Okay. And I asked him what is the correct way to pronounce this gentleman's name. Because one of the beautiful things about being Australian is we don't have to learn other people's cultures. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. Okay, this is how I'm supposed to pronounce his name. Okay. okay? All right. Eugenio. 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 He sounds like a fucking rainstorm, to be honest. <laughs> it's like something that we call, like we should button our hatches down. Eugenio, Eugenio. is approaching. Do you want to know something truly horrible and horrific? Oh, what? Scientists have discovered that yes. the Gulf Stream, mm. the major uh, current that basically ties together the world's weather, mm. is starting to collapse. <gasps> Which means what we refer to as El Nino and La Nina. Yeah will collapse as well, and we're going to have totally unpredictable weather, mm. and we're basically headed towards another ice age. Sweet. Oh, but ironically, yeah. the polar caps are going to melt and all the emperor penguins are going to die. Yay. And the polar bears. I was watching a thing. I went into like the lunchroom at my day job, mm. and I walked in just for like, yeah, they're all going to be dead. And I'm just like, oh, I, just, I just wanted to get some potato chips, but yeah. okay. Went back, slashed my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, news. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, Eugenio. Eugenio. Eugenio Douglas. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Irish people ended up in um, Argentina after the potato famine. Really? Really. There's a huge Irish diaspora. I would never have known that. South America's full of fucking mix. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, see, that's good. Now I like. I feel better now of all the, the like the Nazis running off to Argentina because then I just imagine they spent the rest of their life having the shit kicked out of them by pissed Irishmen. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking going full boondock saints on them. <laughs> just fucking. Just bring your fucking rope while we kick that fucking Nazi <laughs> in the ass. <coughs> okay. So El Genio mm. Douglas, forty-eight. Was from the city of Vinado Tuoto. Okay. <laughs> and worked as a truck driver. Hello to all our truck driving friends out there. Give us a toot toot. <laughs> what are you, five? <laughs> five. <laughs> I don't want to ever be old enough that I'm not excited by a truck giving you a toot toot. Absolutely. I might have hit puberty at the same time that I discovered the Transformers. So I had a lot of weird dreams about Optimus Prime, but oh. we won't get into that. <laughs> Your dildo goes, <laughs> roll out. <laughs> oh my God, it will now. <laughs> oh my God, that is the greatest thing ever. Oh my God, patent pending. Patent pending. Can we sell that as merch? <laughs> a fucking Optimus Prime dildo? 
Oh my god! You, I remember seeing um, <laughs> online that you can buy you can buy a Motorhead, uh, the band the, dildo, the the Devil Head thing. Uh, oh no! Well, this was just it was like a, a dildo. Um, and it just sort of like had the brand sort of logo printed on it of yeah. the band. Um, but I choose to believe that it would also play like Ace of Spades. <laughs> and so, you know, you've got exactly like three minutes to like get in there and get the job done. Do you really want something that was played on with a, with a drummer named Filthy Animal? It was the Ace of Spades. <laughs> it's just, oh, when you're in a hurry and you know, like, oh, I've got to go out later. I don't want to get carried away. Oh, the pressure wank. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, pressure wanks no Just take the edge off before a date. By the way, Motorhead have some of the most fucked merch. Oh, really? In the world. They've got some, because obviously after Lemmy died. Yeah, it was just free reign. The other guys were just like, well, what the fuck do we do? We don't own any of the copyright on the songs because it was all written before we joined. Yeah. So like um, the drummer, I can't remember his name, he started selling drumsticks that were infused with his blood. Wow. Yeah. That's... um, and even like hardcore Motorhead fans who are drummers were just like, uh, no thanks. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you what do you do with that? Like, what if it starts leaking? I don't know. It's like, in a thousand years, do they Jurassic Park a fucking stenchcore oh, band? Oh my out of god, it? yeah. Bring back Lenny. Oh, see, I'd invest oh. in that kind of future. Yeah, if we could bring him back. Use one of his facial moles as a gear knob. <laughs> you know, it, one of the many things that I wish to do in life, as you know, is I'm such a zombie fan. Yeah. And I want to one day make the ultimate zombie movie. I actually have written a scene mm-hmm. involving the zombie apocalypse and the whole thing centers around Ace of Spades. Cool. I'm just saying it's going to be brilliant. I mean, things are somewhat ruined because originally it was supposed to have Lenny in it. So it kind of yeah. ruins it, but I'll figure out a way to, you know. Why don't you, why don't you write a scene involving a much more... Long-lived 1970s rock star. No, because it's got to be Ace of Spades. Okay. I've, I've, I've pictured every action what perfectly. Do, why don't you do it with fucking Vince Neil from Motley Crue? He sounds like he's dead already. <laughs> All right. Rock on, brother. Yeah, God, it feel good. Rock on. It's not the same if you're there and the zombies sort of walk up like, oh. <laughs> oh, the zombie just wants to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. <laughs> So, yes, he uh, – where were we? Truck driving. Honk, honk. Uh, <laughs> it was solid work and it put food on the table. So, stop hating on truck drivers. I, I'm not. And if you've got truck nuts, give them a jiggle for us. <laughs> fucking hell. No. If you've got fucking truck nuts, take them off fucking immediately. <laughs> like, talk about are you fucking five. Nobody finds that attractive. No. Oh, recycle that shit. The storm was pretty bad, so El Genio had all of his focus on the road in front of him. It had been the same for some time, nothing but rain and road. But then, without warning, a bright, almost blinding red light from nowhere appeared on the road directly in front of him. In instinct, Helio spun the steering wheel. This, on the slippery road, caused the truck, laden with coal, left the road and came to a sudden halt in a ditch. Jesus. All I could think is if it was laden with coal, it might have been our Prime Minister who has a hard-on for coal. Just like, <laughs> oh my God, like trying to get his holds on it. Just going to scoop it up in his shirt. My precious. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs coal and runs away. Oh. El Genio lost unconsciousness. 
He didn't know for how long, but he felt it was not too long. Although, should you really listen to someone with a probable concussion? I don't know, he's a truck driver, he probably has micro-sleeps down fucking back. <laughs> yeah, just part of his brain is just like, one, two, three. Eugenio <laughs> <laughs> tried to start his truck, but the engine would not turn on. Fearing that the light was all part of an elaborate robbery ruse, Eugenio reached for the pistol he kept in his truck just in case of robberies. Eugenio slowly stepped out of the truck with his pistol drawn. Right. Up on the road ahead, Eugenio noticed a bright light. The bright light turned off, then a vehicle lit up in front of it. It was circular, metallic, and about 35 feet in height. It looked like what could only be described as a UFO, or more a... UO in this case. <laughs> sitting on the road. I thought you were trying to do some horrible Spanish interpretation of it. Oh, I don't. <laughs> 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 A door opened and two to three humanoids stepped through the doorway. The creatures appeared to be about 12 feet in height. Fuck. And were wearing headpieces with what looked like antenna on the headpieces. just. <laughs> All I could think of was just like, it was a basketball team. <laughs> 12 feet is fucking big for any kind of UFO, for any alien story. Oh, I wonder how big their feet are. <laughs> you, if it's a basketball team, I know what you're thinking. What? Just, it must be hard to get sneakers in Argentina. Oh, okay, yeah, Not yeah. All perfect. Yeah, you're going to get ploughed like a fucking field. <laughs> the fertile soils of Argentina. <laughs> Another light beamed from the ship, the red light again. Except this time, it not only temporarily blinded him, but burnt his skin as well. Ow. As Helgenio regained his sight, that's when another light appeared to the other side of the road to him. This time, he wasn't sure if there were three or four what he described as, quote, robot-like Humanoids. Okay. Humanoid-shaped figures across the road for him, wearing the same helmets with antenna. Okay. Describe to me what robot-like humanoids... (laughs) Like, how how is a humanoid robot-like? Because isn't a robot generally tried to be... Humanoid? Like human? Like I, I find it weird that it's a robot-like humanoid. What does that mean? What is he describing? I don't know. And this is pre-hip-hop. So mm. no one's done the robot dance yet. Yeah. So, and like how, like oh, it was, ro- like the only robots were like the ones on like Lost in Space and that kind of thing. Oh, you had the sweet fucking like 1970s. Now, like, this is 63. Okay, so yeah, the 60s and 70s, like Asimov and all that sort of shit. Yeah. You had those killer fucking short story covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where everyone's like got super long, like fucking like clampy bendy. arms. <laughs> like blah, 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 As they're blah, carrying blah, blah. a woman through the jungle, <laughs> getting onto their fish-shaped spaceship. But if it's like a robot-like humanoid, I'm like, has he like predicted the T-1000? Or Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> Apparently, he gets his haircut to look like uh, Emperor Augustus. Ah. Oh. Because he's a cunt. 
<laughs> Still wouldn't do him. No. Nah. No. Nah. Take more than a haircut, mate. You wouldn't fucking have the right USB connections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any docking port he'd be interested in. <laughs> so, there it was. Opposite side of the road, robot-like humanoids. Eugenio started blasting off shots of his revolver. Pew, 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 pew. Like they were fucking Nazis. Just goes all pistolero on Yeah. Pistolero. Pistolero. Gotta give it to the Argentinians, man. They're fucking hard. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you do? Like, do, do I pee myself? No, you fucking get your dick out and you shoot the fuck <laughs> out of them. Is that because that's how you deal with like a bar fight, get naked. Oh man. Do that to a UFO. They're just like, this dude wants to be probed. Yeah. Like <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it's just it's kinda like yeah, like it just yeah, like oh my god, it's a UFO. I'm just gonna go unleash my inner like machete and go full fucking Danny Trejo on them. <laughs> fucking love it. Oh my god. So he starts blasting off shots of his revolver at the craft and the robots. In return, they fired the burning red light at him again. El Genio grabbed a blanket from the truck and pulled it over his head and body to shelter from the red light, and he ran for help. He ran for his life, away from the creatures and into the Montmaze Cemetery. Okay. And in my mind, just gave him a little finger. Fuck you, cunts! So he ran through the cemetery. The robots ran after him. And to Eugenio's horror, a UFO also flew above him, tracking him. The UFO again fired the red light, but Eugenio was shielded by his blanket and his plucky South American testosterone. As he called them, Bendejos. (laughs) The other thing that he noticed was a sharp, unpleasant odour. Oh, might have shit himself. <laughs> uh, this odor followed him through the cemetery and into the middle of town. Eugenio claims as he ran through the streets that the white streetlights changed to a green and purple colour. Eugenio ran through the streets, screaming, calling out for help. The streetlights morphing from white to purple and green before the city's electricity failed. Righto. Eugenio noticed candles flickering in the window of a house and he ran towards it. The owner of this house, Ribas, had died the night before. Oh, no. So the mourning family was gathered around Ribas' body who lay at rest in the home. As the family sat grieving, the rain falling on the house... They heard what sounded like a man screaming. At that moment, all of the electric lights and the candles burned a green and a strain a green colour, and a strange odour washed through the house. Then the lights failed. The scream seemed to be coming from the street, then from the front door. The family opened the door to see Eugenio, a red-marked face, trying to shelter under a blanket with one hand, the other hand waving a pistol. Meth hadn't been invented? 
The grieving family did not let Ohenio in, <laughs> but they did direct him to the nearby police station. Good on him. <laughs> How fucking hard are South Americans? Yeah. <laughs> fucking crazy sunburnt blanket gun guy. Yeah. Let me in. No. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> We're grieving. Go see the cops. <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> the police had taken several phone calls from people reporting lights burning at a strange green or purple colour. The police had dismissed these calls as simply a problem caused by the local power plant, which was known to be unreliable, and the power had already failed more than once that day. Then in crashes Eugenio. Rambling about UFOs, laser beams, and robot-like humanoids. The police dismissed Eugenio as a drunk and put him in a police cell to sleep it off. (laughs) (laughs) I love it's in the 18th century, like, Earl, Earl, you're having a problem? Put them to bed. (laughs) 1963, Argentina, burned alive by aliens. You know, they're shooting. Pew, pew, pew. I'll put him to bed. (laughs) We're trying to watch the soccer. Pedero. Now, in the morning, the police could see the red marks on El Genio's face more clearly. To be safe, they took him to the local doctor, Francisco Davalos. Uh Uh-huh. He sounds like a Doctor Who villain. Dr. Davalos. <laughs> the doctor seemed even less impressed with El Genio's story. He ran a couple of basic tests um, as he felt confident that they were not some kind of radiation burns caused by a laser, by a laser but that the red marks were in fact go- caused by, I'm going to say this wrong, Erysipelas? Erysipelas? E-R-Y-S-I-P-E-L-A-S. Okay. Erysipelas? A bacterial skin infection and provided Eugenio with an ointment (laughs) to treat the skin. Gave him a tube of shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sent him on his way. (laughs) You go home, you put it with cement. (laughs) You harden the fuck up. Now, erysipelas is also called St. Elmo's fire because of the rash's fiery appearance. The symptoms can include pain. (laughs) That's pretty obvious. Yeah. A rash, redness, fatigue, chills and fever. It usually occurs on the face but can also affect the hands Arms and legs. Okay. Now, I actually got some pictures. Oh, I was just about to Google it. That's why I had my phone. No, no, no. I got. I did some pictures of people suffering from erysipelas. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need some game show music while we go through this. All right. We- talk me through what we're getting here. The, show me the prizes. Question one. We, could this be radiation burns from space or a little erysipelas just giving a little red smudge on the face? Oh. It looks a little angry. It does. A little bit sunburned. It does. Someone <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> with a towel over half of his face. Yep. Okay, the next question is, could this be radiation burns from the heavens above? 
Or could it be a little bit of a fungal infection? You have a look at this raging skin inferno. Oh my god. That that looks like a map of South that looks like Italy. <laughs> on someone's arm. Oh Fuck. my god, is it a map leading the directions to the secret hidden Nazi gold? It's a, it looks a bit random for fucking UFOs. Okay. But maybe someone they could have just ah while well, they're shining their laser beam could have swept across you, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Now, question three. Is this someone burnt and horribly disfigured by radiation from space or a little skin niggly niggly? Oh, my fucking God. That is definitely an English backpacker here in Australia for the cricket who doesn't listen to people when they say, you need a fucking hat, mate. <laughs> his Have no, a close-up of that. His, he looks like he's fallen asleep on a fucking hot plate. He really does. Wow. His eye, he's got a tiny little bird eye. Cheep, cheep. Wow. Because of the of the swelling and all of the blackened because uh, of the of, of the skin because it hasn't been treated. Holy fucker moly, that is vicious. Mm-hmm. I would cross the street. So if someone came to you, like, yeah. you know, with that and was like, oh, you know what? I was burnt by a laser yeah. from space. Would honest- you think? Maybe. It's plausible because it's it's literally one half of the face. It looks like you've got a shadowed area where it didn't hit you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, fuck, it looks like you've been hit with a fucking heat ray. It, yeah. It yeah. really does. Congratulations on on winning that. <laughs> Jesus. But can you imagine being like going to the doctor with that? With like your heart you look like the Terminator as you are being like lowered into like the lava pit, like the melting factory and your face is all, you know, has been half crushed and yeah. it's just burnt and fucked up. That's what this guy looks like. Yeah. Except the treatment is to literally get on that chain and just be lowered into a vat of ointment. Or mm. well, you go to yeah Argentina and they give you a little stick of ointment. Fucking harden the fuck up with your fucking death ray injury. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about this condition is the symptoms usually precede the rash itself. Right. So you start, you know, getting the pain, fatigue before the rash, before you even see a rash. Right. So was this bacterial? Uh, Yes, it's a bacterial infection. Okay. And it's actually, it's more common than you think. Okay. Um. It's one in 10,000 people may be affected with it at some stage of their life. Wow. Obviously, that is a more extreme uh, condition. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, And obviously, you know, some people get it worse, you know, than others. And it's actually been around since the 11th century. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so they think, looking back in, like, books of people with horror, people describing their symptoms. Yeah, some monk running around with a blanket firing a bow and arrow in the sky. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, he's just got a rash. (laughs) (laughs) He's got space syphilis. (laughs) Now, the symptoms can appear anywhere from 4 to 48 hours before the actual rash appears. Okay. So it certainly could have been that he got in the truck with no rash. Yeah. Developed a rash without realising. This can happen to long-haul truck drivers who spend a lot of time away from home and maybe get a bit lonely. Mm-hmm. And, and a rash suddenly appears suddenly and spreads appears. rapidly. Yeah. And then they <laughs> run around in the, shooting into the sky because they've got actual syphilis. Now, when the rash appears, it does so suddenly 
and it spreads fast. Right. In rare cases, the bacteria can actually make its way into the person's bloodstream. Oh, my God. Once in the bloodstream, it can affect anything from the heart, the joints, or even the brain. Right. It can lead to sepsis, which one of the possible side effects is mental confusion. Ah. So could this have been nothing more than a fever dream of a man with a rash? Quite possibly. The police went searching for Eugenio's truck and they did indeed find it in a ditch by the side of the road on the outskirts of town near the cemetery exactly as he had described. Some villagers claimed that the next day, several large non-humanoid tracks, some nearly 20 inches long. Who's the (laughs) the woman who's guessing that at sight? One woman. Oh, that's 20 inches. (laughs) As she limps away. (laughs) (laughs) Dribbling a basketball. (laughs) So these these, uh, footprints, nearly 20 inches long, were found. But the police would claim that they only found Eugenio's tracks by the trucks. Although considering the heavy rain on the night of the incident, one can only imagine tracks would have easily been washed away. Mm. Later, another doctor uh, who looked at photos of Eugenio's uh, red marks uh, felt that they resembled burns caused by a type of ultraviolet radiation. However, others then discounted this theory, stating that Eugenio said the beam was red and that ultraviolet radiation is found on the opposite end of the colour spectrum to red. Although the thing to consider, okay, is if it's a UFO, it's alien technology. True. There might be fucking spectrums we don't know about yet. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's that whole kind of like, oh, it can't exist because it's not in our science books. Because they're smarter than us and we're dumb. But apparently they give up when you knock on someone's door. They might have been going, oh, fuck, they're grieving. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a bit weird. We'll we'll abduct someone else. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Or they were like, oh, don't go in there. That town is full of fucking Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, on one of the articles I found on this story, oh my God, I love it. People had commented on the story in the comments section. Um, and my favorite of all the comments comes from a, gentle, uh, a gentleman called Oddball Hippie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. From Byron Bay. Is he? <laughs> Currently got a cough. Who simply says, quotes, with helmets and antenna. I used to have a cell phone with an antenna years ago. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Star Trek, the original series, communication devices work good without the antenna too. Please. <laughs> and that's right. You should judge every story by Star Trek original series standards. Absolutely. And if it doesn't fly, if it wasn't in Star Trek, didn't yeah. happen, mate. This guy has definitely, definitely ruined dates by talking about Bitcoin. (laughs) And then she has just asked for her Bitcoin and left. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god <laughs> but so the question is so what happened that night was this a mass poisoning was this mass hysteria was this a mass of bacteria or just one hell of a mastery <laughs> fuck <laughs> okay because there's a couple of things that we have to consider yeah so we've looked at the idea of look this is a possible rash okay yeah. which can law you know add the symptoms of you know your oh, my skin is burning i am in pain i have mental confusion yeah i'm hallucinating you know these could all be the signs um of the uh uh, of the bacterial infection. Yep. However, the thing... So even if it was a bacterial infection, yeah. this does not explain the lights being reported by several anonymous people who phoned the police station and the family who all said that they saw the lights changing colour. That is interesting. The other interesting part that I find is that um, both El Genio and the grieving family both reported a curious, unpleasant smell. He was a truck driver. <laughs> now, even when they were inside, and all I could think is, could this be a case of... Uh, you know, I don't want to say swamp gas leaking. No. But could this be a, fo uh, you know, something has, you know, leaked into um, the environment. This is a gas or something that's been released. Yeah. And is that so is causing people, if not the colours, the lights may not have been physically changing colour. But if they were causing, um, you know, hallucinations, people might have been fucking tripping balls. Maybe, yeah. I mean, um, I, look, I, I honestly don't know enough about Argentina in the 60s <laughs> to comment about what kind of industry or, you know, the, the level of advancement they had. Mm -hmm. But you're guessing, like, you know, maybe, um, you know, if it's similar to parts of Colombia, rural Colombia, maybe the power supply wasn't great. Uh -huh. So the changing in colour of lights might have been fluctuations in the in the actual power supply itself, mm -hmm. which can, like, overdrive those old school... Because they, they wouldn't have been fluoro lamps. They would have been the old school... Yeah. Soda lamps. Yeah. So it might have overdriven them or underdriven them and that kind of shit. Who knows what the fuck kind of industry they had around there. Yeah. But again, it's one of those of it really would have had to have been a perfect storm. Yeah. Of all of these like alternative theories for all of the different things coming together at the same time of the uh, power plant failing, although that was a, you know, a common occurrence. Um you know, that could have uh, created the weird smell. Yeah. Um, but then him also crashing his truck. Um, yeah. And, um, and the other thing is with the family reporting seeing the strange light behind them, perhaps it was the UFO. Perhaps that could have been his truck. He did drive it off the road into a ditch. Maybe them seeing the light being turned off was his uh, truck ending up in a ditch. Could have been a could have been a transformer in the power lines overloading and exploding. Looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Except they would have been much more muffled. <laughs> oh, <fuck laughs> Imagine being the Foley department. <laughs> the Foley department for that series of Transformers, a very very strained director. I need the sound of a transformer operating within a wall of meat. 
<laughs> All I can say is I would definitely, every time that Optimus Prime went to the car wash, I would pay extra for the rust protection. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. I need to know what that Transformer sound is like now. No, I'm, 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 on, I'm getting on YouTube. That, that's it. Yeah, I know. Everyone's got, everyone's got their own different way of doing it. Or... <laughs> if the fucking donkey from Shrek was doing it. Now they have pig calling contests. Why isn't there why isn't there a transformer noise contest? <laughs> so transformation sounds. Oh fuck off ads. I could just get YouTube premium, couldn't I? Oh you could just Some sweet synth. Let's begin. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, you just cut it off. I did, yeah. Fucking man, it's always the way. Just when you're about to hit that sweet spot. <laughs> you're such a man. Oh, my God. Okay, what you're listening for is this. Oh, now mine's done it as well. Oh, where'd you get that? <laughs> Wheeljack! Ironhide! Mirage! Sunstreaker! Side swipe! Right. Now let's see how it sounds inside meat. Oh, I could do I could do fucking Bon Jovi with that. Australian Podcast Awards, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, everyone, seriously, I cannot wait for when we start selling merch. I'm definitely adding the uh, The Transformers dildo. The Transformer dildo. So for you, which which one would it be? Optimus Prime. You look more like an Omega Supreme kind of girl. <laughs> comes with his own railway. <laughs> no, come on. It's always Optimus Prime. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Bumblebee is the one that you marry. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But Optimus Prime is the one you plow. He's the New York firefighter that you take home. <laughs> <laughs> For your country, for duty, for honour. Were there any female Transformers? Yeah, later on. What were they called? Um, politically correct. <laughs> a Tron. Well, I, th- I think I deserve a flashlight. Oh gonna... my god, can you imagine like in the new Transformers when your your flashlight just... <laughs> 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 That's an awkward conversation. That is a very awkward conversation. <laughs> As she dusts off her tailpipe. Oh, oh no. wow. No, they're fucking terrible. There's only two. Yeah. Well, they, but my men by the end, they were like, oh, God, well, if we're going to have female, like, you know, um, Transformers, well, we may as well have dinosaur Transformers. And it just went from there, really. Yeah. Because you can't have the constructor cons around fucking female transformers. Oh my god, they all well, they all want their little pl- you know pink hard hat, and it's just it's chaos. <laughs> They've got oh that fucking hell. These things are so stereotypical. As well. well, that's like when they remade. There was the there's that there's that um, 
Transformer that they don't have anymore because he's quite uh, cliched. Oh, really? What was he, like, gay or something? No, because that would have been good. That would have been progressive. Yeah, but I mean, like, one that they... No, he was very cliched. It was... It was... It was... It was Jazz, the black... Oh, the he black just, Autobot. He, he spoke jive. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was kind of awkward. Yeah, was, but thankfully, in the new reboot, he got crushed. <laughs> Literally. So you were like, oh, thank God. That, that's... Oh, that Ooh. saved us from a lot of awkwardness. Wow. <laughs> Take that stereotype. Yeah, and now back to Megan Fox wowing us all with her ability to fix cars. Oh, my God, her ability to fucking not act. I like Megan Fox. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah. I'm not going to turn her into a fucking Transformer fleshlight. That's like a... Uh, Again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, so what do you think? Oh, look, my, my bet is late night... Transformer overloading on the road. <laughs> There's some fucking Japanese porn I didn't need to imagine. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Soundwave ejaculate. <laughs> As fucking leopards come out of his dick. Oh, oh dear. Oh my god. I'm going to have to think of us with a catchy name for him because for copyright, they're not going to actually give us the Transformer copyright. So we have to come up with a name that's close enough but not quite. You know? Multi use contortion bot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to work on this one over the week, I think. Yeah. yeah. Orgasms in disguise. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> and at the podcast awards, can I say I'd uh, I'd like to thank the awards for uh, enabling us to continue this kind of filth. I'd like you to hold up the trophy and talk about how it could be used as a dildo. Well, I won't know till I see it <laughs> and possibly sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> A friend of mine, Sergio, my Spanish friend, bless him, he has a saying that he lives by and it is everything is a dildo if you're brave enough. Absolutely, Sergio. (laughs) And real mothmen eat the carpet. (laughs) Oh, let's end this mess. (laughs) 